So as the issue opens up, you see the image of Fen and Wing in a uh, mission briefing room. And up across the top, there's one of the editorial information boxes. One week later, and Wing is just standing there, arms crossed. For the experience of Fen, uh, you've been on patrol only. Uh, basically, mall cop, call and report kind of thing. You've been in the doghouse, but the only reason you've even been out on patrols is because a bulk of the agents have been trying to recapture villains that have broken out of the obelisk, and numbers are down. They've got reinforcements coming in from Denver, but the number of villains that are being held in the obelisk has made that uh, quite a problematic task as far as numbers, and they can't reduce too much from other places because then their own city's problems will skyrocket. Wings standing there and says, All right, Fen. I'm still not happy about what happened downtown, but given our numbers right now, you're off the leash. You're still on patrol. You're still to call in any incidents, and if we have any backup in the area, they will come and back you up. But as it stands right now, you are cleared to engage in anything that happens. Hopefully, you'll have some more backup soon. We just recruited Hyperhouse and XXV Chameleon XX to the team. I hate these teenagers so much. <laughs> but they're going to Denver for training. I think uh, Fen perks up a little bit um, when he says Denver. Um, just because it's the first place he remembers. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, he kind of like doesn't make eye contact, I think, and just sort of just sort of nods and says, "Okay, so where where do you need me to go? What what am I what am I doing tonight then?" And um, he kind of like he doesn't look really great because he hasn't been able to use his powers, and therefore like the connection between him and his sister is probably kind of wonky mm-hmm. um, right now, so he probably looks very stressed, um, probably hasn't slept very well, and uh, just looks a little ragged and, and not his normal self. Yeah. Uh, he just kind of sighs and says, we're putting you in Hilltop, and you know that Hilltop is where a lot of the wealthy folks of Halcyon City are, and not a lot of things happen up there. So even though you've been given clearance to engage anything that you're close to, past experience has shown that that's usually the rookie route because nothing ever happens in Hilltop. Right. Um, Finn goes to open his mouth to say something and then just shuts it. And, uh, and nods and goes, okay, fine, thank you for letting me get out of here. Do well and you might be out of the doghouse. It's very obvious that, like, if there's a panel that, like, zooms in, it's very obvious that Finn is, like, holding in a lot of restraint at the moment. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, probably probably obvious to, to Wing as well, but... Um, he just he nods and then uh, walks out of the the room. Um, goes to check on his sister before he um, leaves for patrol. Yeah, and you see her just kind of uh, when you get to your room, room two sixteen. You see she just kind of normally like even just on a average to light use of your powers, like she can still just kind of like be sitting up in the bed and reading through a book or something like that. You see, like, she's just kind of got the energy right now. She's laying on her side and kind of, like, using, like, two of her fingers to, like, hold the book and turn the page. And she says, Oh, hey, hey, Fen. He, uh, he rushes up to her and, uh, kind of helps her get a little more comfortable. And he goes, Good, good news, Freya. I get to go out. Um, I get to, they're letting me out again. 
I get to use my powers, and you'll feel better by the time I'm done. Something, something will help. I'll, I don't know what yet, but I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, you'll be, you'll feel better by the time I'm back. I promise. She just kind of gives a smile, and like, you, her powers, like we've established, kind of mirror yours in a lot of ways, so... Mm-hmm. She puts her hand up to your cheek, and, you know, there's the feeling of when someone puts their hand to your cheek, this one feels like she's very close to being, like, translucent. Yeah. And she just smiles at you and it's like, you, you don't have to worry about me so much. I'm gonna be fine. Yeah, remember we said at the beginning of this, everything's gonna be fine. I am going to figure out how to get us on track how to, how to get this this, this. <sighs> he kind of thinks of it and he says look we didn't we didn't get put here for f- just to fade away there has to be a reason that we're here and there has to be a reason that we have these abilities and there's got to be a reason why they're not working like they're supposed to I'm I'm gonna figure it out, sis. I promise. And he uh, he just kind of smiles at her and then turns and says, "Don't worry, I've got this." And uh, walks out. Yeah, and I think you just kind of hear maybe the quietest noise in the back, almost like she's kind of like talking to herself, but you can't quite pick up what it is. I think he'll turn and look at her like once more as he's before he heads out and shuts the door. Yeah. And so are you heading directly to Hilltop or uh, what are you planning? Um, I think his next stop is to check and see how um, his other charge is doing after the is recovering after the fight. So he goes to check on Max. Sure. Um. I think you know, like, where Max's room is at this point. You've probably been going every day. Mm-hmm. And Max ended up with a couple of serious injuries, but nothing that's, like, life-threatening. Like, I think they ended up with, like, a broken leg and a broken arm as well. And as soon as you open the door... A pillow smacks you right in the face. (laughs) And, like, how'd I know it was you, you fucking asshole? Well, who else would it be, you dick? Who else comes to visit you, huh? Well, I don't know. Aside from, like, 27 different doctors making sure that I'm okay and trying to figure out what the hell's going on with my powers. Well, I'm finally, finally getting to go out. Do you want me to bring you back anything? Yeah, a better fucking arm and a better fucking leg. Well, if they're selling those, I'll see what I can do. Would you settle for a milkshake instead, for right now? If it's not peanut butter, you're fucking wearing it. <laughs> I'll make sure it's peanut butter. I'll see you when I get back. Alright, asshole. See you later, dick. And yeah, now he's gonna go out to, to patrol. Yeah, and I think... Uh, it's probably a couple hours into what may be the quietest patrol that you've ever been on. When, like, just all around the city, you can hear different booms going up. And then there's noise of an attack not too far from you. What the... He, he pops on his, his comm and says, Uh, base? What what the heck is that? Uh, you hear Wing pop over. It seems like some sort of coordinated attack. Is there... Do you... Do you are you picking up anything in your area? Uh, there was something nearby. I'll investigate, let you know about it, and I'll, be, I'll get back to you. All right, we'll send any backup as soon as we can, but I don't know how much is going to be available right now. And then he just slips into a shadow and is going to make his way that way. 
Yeah, and so you head to uh, one of the houses that's not terribly far from where, like, the largest, like, hill in town is. You see what looks to be a whole bunch of goons in black masks. They've got, like, a whole bunch of, like, there's two or three, like, hauling stuff out of this nice, like, two-story house. Uh, and you can hear the uh, yells of a woman inside, like, no, help, help. Um, he will teleport right behind them. Right behind into the house or behind the ones hauling stuff out? Behind the ones hauling stuff out. Yeah. And, yeah, you do. And they're like, what the fuck? And the this, like, large screen TV that they're carrying out just falls and shatters on the ground. <sighs> It's wild. You know the city is full of superheroes, right? Yeah, we ain't scared of no heroes. Good. And he just decks one in the face. <laughs> yeah, this isn't even a roll. This is just a goon. He <laughs> drops immediately. Yeah. And, and he, he just kind of turns and looks at the other guy. Well? He goes to, like, kind of start to put up his hands, but he runs back into the house. <sighs> <sighs> All right. Uh, yeah, Finn will chase him into the house. Yeah. Uh, you run into the house. And sitting on the couch in the house, uh, you see, you see, first you see the man, like, run into the kitchen. And sitting on the couch are an uh, older woman, probably later 50s, uh, Black hair that you can see like gray streaks going down, and fully suited is Eclipse. And he just kind of looks over and says, Thanks, Mom, you did great. I'll get you a new TV later. And he will stop dead in his tracks and just kind of wide eyed look like, What? What is going on? You know, I've had to take out three Aegis members since we had our little chat last. I was I was hoping you'd show up. I've got an offer for you. Wait, this is how you get a hold of me? Well, it's not like I had your phone number. Um, I'll... Finn will get back on the communicator. and There's a hesitation for a second, and he kind of looks over at Eclipse... And you see, like, a moment of, like, decision kind of, like, come across his face. And he says, uh, it was just a couple of, uh, burglars in the house over here. Everything's good. I scared them off. Um, the only casualty is a, is a large screen TV. Over and out. Keep patrol. Don't leave Hilltop. Understood. All right. So, it's been a boring shift. I've been stuck in ages for a week. It's the only reason you are getting any leeway here. What do you want? What I want is to see better for you. You know, as well as I do, that they're shuffling their feet on helping you over there because they've got leverage. You're better than them. You're better than... He kind of motions his hand up and down at your... You know, Aegis brand, uniform, this. You don't need to be working for them. They should be begging to have you helping them. Um, can I do a pierce the mask? Absolutely. Okay. Um, what stat is pierce the mask? That is mundane. I have a one. I rolled an 11. Nice. Uh, you get to ask three from the list. What are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blank? Or how could I gain influence over you? Um, I want to know first, what are you planning? Second, how can I gain influence? And third... What were the other questions? Uh, what do you want me to do? 
what do you intend to do? Or how could I get your character to blank? Um, what are you intending to do? So what are you what are you actually planning? What are you intending on doing? And how can I get influence over him? What he ultimately is planning has been pretty clearly stated since you met him and all the information you have. He wants to kill Buzzness. That is his primary objective right now. There's other stuff that he wants, but he has no actionable plan on. He has actionable plans on Buzzness. What he intends to do, aside from kill Buzzness, he wants, he is intending on gaining information from Aegis that helps him do this. And how can how you can gain influence over him kind of as well as a what you what do you want me to do freebie you are someone who can get inside Aegis and if you help him get the information he wants you gain influence over him okay Fen will look at him Look over at the woman who he called mom that's on the couch. Look back at the TV and sigh, and he will say, How do I know that you're not just another adult looking to take advantage of me and my position? What do I get out of this? You you can wear... Where do I go out of this? Because at the end of this, you get what you want. And my sister is still fading out of existence. So, why? What's my incentive? Well, number one, Fen, your incentive here is to save your sister. I've welcomed you into the house I grew up in. You've met my mom. We're as good as family now. And the thing is, I take care of my family. And and I make a promise to family. I don't break it. He said the thing he had to say. Oh, God. <laughs> He went the family route. Uh, um. And I promise you, I've not been just sitting back hoping that you'd show up for the last week. What I've been doing is I've been getting together the top minds that I have access to. And I have access to a lot of people. Because... Despite what people think about me and what I do, I've never really been against the idea of heroes. Hell, I was on a hero team with Benchmark a long time ago. What I hate is how hypocritical heroes can be. They don't do what's necessary to make the people that are truly dangerous not a problem anymore. They lock them up in an obelisk and some madman with a plan gets together a bunch of even matter people and blows it up. That's not security. That's not safety. That's just pushing a problem for another day. So that wasn't you that blew up the obelisk? No. I hate 90% of the people that are in there, but I hate the heroes more. No, I, I, I'm not for wanton murder and controlling the world or any of that stuff. I have one specific person that I want to get rid of that hurt my family. 
I think uh, Fen looks down um, at his hands for a second. And he kind of nods and he says, well, here's the thing. I haven't gotten anything tonight to help me help my sister. And I haven't given you any details on that yet, but we can talk later. But for right now, I need to use my abilities. So... You're going to have to try to take me. He stands up. <laughs> and and he lunges. Like, no, he doesn't lunge. He says, I want to show you I'm on the level. Okay. And he just puts his hands behind his back. Says, hit me with whatever kind of shot you need to. Really? Sure. If you believe that I want to help you. You can even be a knockout blow. But let, let me, before we do this, here, I'll even give you, I'll even give you collateral on this. And he reaches into his pocket. I also don't want this to get broken in case you hit me too hard with whatever you're going to hit me with. He holds out his hand and in it is a flash drive. What I want you to do for me is in the Aegis computer files, I just want you to go in, search the, put in the search button on the computer for anything pertaining to Buzzness. Download it onto this flash drive and bring it back. And I will, and he hands, puts, reaches into another pocket. Okay, here it is puts a piece of paper in it and this is an address where I've already got a medical team set up ready to go to help you and your sister if you want to get that information get your sister and go to that address we will be ready to help you and if not you can knock me out, take me back to, you know, take me back to the masters over there at Aegis and say, hey, here's the guy who murdered Snakebite Snake 15 years ago and that you believe killed Rapid Falcon. Did you? I shot a blast. I honestly couldn't see who it was at the time. I thought I saw Buzzness, and I took my shot. Well, here's the thing. Agent Wing isn't going to believe me at all if I show up without a scratch. So you're going to have to put up a fight. I need to expend some energy, and you're going to have to put up a fight. Otherwise, it's just going to look like nothing happened, or I'm lying, or something weird is going on. Alright, well, take these first, because like I said, you can hit me with your best shot. That's fine. Uh, yeah. But I don't want these to get broken. And he'll take them and put them in a pocket, like an inside pocket, jacket pocket that he has, or whatever. And, uh... Kind of look over at, uh, look over at the lady on the couch and be like, kind of shrug, like, <laughs> sorry about your house. <laughs> it, oh, don't, don't worry about the house, dear. Listen, I'm retiring to Florida anyway, so this was actually kind of helping them to get ready to move. So, I mean, it, it's fine. It works out. Okay. Then I think he is going to turn and uh, just go for, I mean, like, without any other warning, just go for Eclipse. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are you going to hit him with? Um, I think he is going to pull out, just pull out the Shadow Blades and just come 
straight at him. Uh, yeah, go ahead and directly engage a threat. That's danger? Yep. Um, that is a six. So I think what happens here, you connect, you do, you do hit him, you do like leave some injuries. I think what happens though is you're so kind of conflicted in this moment because he's saying all the right things, he's doing all the right things to have you on the side that you kind of pull back a bit. Mm-hmm. That wasn't so bad. You do like me after all. Well, here's my end. And he just kind of gives you a right hook across the jaw. And he doesn't do it terribly hard. It hurts. And right. there's go but he, and he only hits you hard enough to really kind of bruise the area. So uh, this is not a powerful blow, but I will have you mark a condition. Okay. Just there has to be some consequence to failure here. Yeah, I think he's going to mark guilty because I think he feels very conflicted about what he could possibly be doing. Yeah. And uh, he he sort of shakes his head a little bit and he says, "No, no, 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 no. You can't you can't go easy on me. They are they will know if it's a fake fight." And um then I think he um, teleports around and tries to come back behind him with the blades to catch him off guard. I think as he as you're starting the teleport, he says to you, uh, "See, always thinking ahead. This is why you're better than them." And I think he's trying to push up your superior and push down your mundane. I... I think I'll just accept it. Alrighty. Um, that puts my mundane at zero and my superior at zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he just kind of like steps into the shadows. They're starting to like boil up around him mm -hmm. um, at this point. And um, he's just trying to, like, move and just do, like, little hits and move and, and just try to expend as much power as he can. Um, not really throwing a lot of, like, heat, but... Uh, and not going full on, but, like, just trying to expend enough power to help out Freya for as long as he needs to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, go ahead and give me another uh, directly engage. Uh, that is a seven. All right. So on that, you trade blows. Uh, go ahead and pick resist or avoid. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies, which kind of difficult right now. But yeah. impress, surprise, yeah. or frighten the opposition. I think I'll resist the blows. All right. I think you see he missed times when you're going to come out. And... Like, in the split second after you've already hit him and kind of, like, flash, like, out of the shadow and look away, he lets out this big burst of light energy. And, like, the entire room just kind of goes stark white for a second, but you've already, like, hit him and turned your head away. Mm-hmm. And... You can kind of feel that momentary diminishment of your power since they do, like, work less effectively during the daylight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he kind of, like, his back arches and he stumbles forward a bit. And he's like, ah, good hit, kid. Good hit. I think, uh, I think Fenrir at this point is just, like, sort of sliding into it, like... Almost like the more he uses his power, the more it kind of like pushes him further. Mm -hmm. And um, the the darkness is like as soon as that light diminishes, the darkness kind of like starts picking up in the room. Um, and uh, there there's a moment where you see like a little bit of like control specifically is slipping. 
like he was calm and 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 pretty like ready to go and and kind of having fun with it a second ago but suddenly um it just becomes more serious mm-hmm. um and i think he is going to just like go all in just l- while uh eclipse is kind of like recovering from using his power i think he's just going to go all in at him yeah and uh still using the shadow blades yep all right go ahead and roll that directly engage again that is a 12 all right so you can pick two resist or avoid take something from them compress surprise or frighten the opposition or create an opportunity for your allies which i don't know if you decide to sell them out could be ages I think he. I think he's going to try to impress him, mm-hmm. and then I also think he is going to take from him. And I think what he's going to take from him is um, his footing. So I think he's basically going to like charge into him, um, bring the blades down, like effectively almost use them like hooks to like catch under his knees and flip him up mm-hmm. um, off of his feet, and then just basically land on top of him. Um, in an attempt to just, like, not necessarily intimidate, but show him that, like, he's serious. Yeah. And you can kind of hear the smile in his voice as, you know, you land on him. (laughs) Kid, you are something special. I know you said to make this look like a real one, and I'm sorry I'm doing this, but... And he puts his hand to your face and mm-hmm. just concentrated sunlight. And there's kind of like a big burn mark there on your face Ooh. from that. Uh, that I will have you roll a uh, p- take a powerful blow on. So roll plus and that's conditions. plus conditions, right? Yep. I have two conditions at the moment. And oh, shit. I rolled a 10. All right. Um, so on a 10... Remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. Lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Or two options from the 7 and 9 list. Uh, lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. Give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity. Or you struggle past the pain and mark two more conditions. I think this is where um, his powers kind of do the work for him. Mm-hmm. And there's just like this big, after the flash of light... There's just this, like, almost engulfing um, darkness, Mm -hmm. and then it just sort of, like, implodes where Fenrir was, and he is back in the hospital room. Yeah, and I think with that, uh, the last panel is just, uh, the last panel of the house is just... uh, Eclipse getting up and saying, that kid is something special. And as you reappear, you see your sister is, you know, was starting to go a bit translucent, but is fully opaque now and is like up out of bed and runs over like, Fen, Fen, what happened? He, uh, he kind of holds his head for a second and, uh, she kind of looks at your face at the burn mark and just kind of recoils a bit like, oh, my God. It's 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 not as not as bad as it seems, but. Um, I hope I didn't make the wrong choice. Are you, are you OK? What what happened? I and he looks around and he's like, I can't. I can't talk about it right now. Let me give me. I'll explain it to you when I can, when it's safe. Fen, you're he my, kinda nods you're to my the, brother. To the, you can tell me anything. He kind of nods to the corners of the room where there are cameras. Like, kind of tries to be as subtle as possible. And he goes, I'll, I'll explain when I can. Right now I need to see Agent Wing. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I... I haven't heard him. He's usually walking up and down the halls at this point. I haven't heard him in a while, so I don't know if he's here. I'll oh, shit. He'll I'll he'll go to his communicator and try to use his communicator. Um, Agent Wing, Agent Wing. 
This is Wing. What is it, Fan? Um, I encountered resistance in the hilltop. The people that were robbing the house, there was a super with them. He he had some sort of light powers, and uh, he knocked me out. I'm I'm back at I'm back at Aegis. I saw him running towards downtown before I I, I left. All right, I will have a team converge. I'm I'm on scene downtown currently. Okay. Um, this guy was tough. He caught me completely off guard, and that's not normal. I'm sure he was, Fen. Over and out. He'll drop the calm, and he'll he'll undo the calm altogether for a minute, mm -hmm. and um, he'll look at Freya, and he'll say. We might be able to get out of here. I might have found someone who knows how to get us out of here. And he's speaking, trying to speak softly so that hopefully he, uh, the, the, if there's any listening devices, they don't hear him. Um, he says, you just have to, we just have to be here a little while longer. I don't, I don't trust these people anymore, Freya. They should have helped you by now. They should have helped us by now. You see, she kind of looks downcast and just kind of says, I, I knew it. These, this was a mistake, these people. We didn't know any better. I mean, we... we I, I don't want to say we were just born, because I don't know if that's true or not, but, but, but we didn't know any better. And, and and we've been taken advantage of. Fen, you're too trusting. I'm I'm learning that that's not always a good thing. But but these this 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 deal it's it's give and take. It's not just take. I I don't I don't know that I trust this person any more than I trust Wing, except for I trust him to act in his own benefit, and it benefits him to help me and help us. And it's the only way I know to get you out of here. Well, then I'm... I'm done sitting in a bed. Good. So whatever... Whatever you need, I'm helping. Whatever we need to do. He nods and he says, okay, here's what I need you to do. Go find Max. That, that teammate you were telling me about? Yeah, go find Max. Tell him, th tell them that I need them. And then meet me back here. I got something I got to do before we leave. Okay. Uh, didn't you say they had a broken leg, though? They can. They can walk. They can. They have. A, they have the ability to walk. It's just not pleasant. I'll. I'll teleport us out. Get them a wheelchair. Get them something. Just get them here. They don't deserve to be here any more than we do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Twenty minutes tops. All you right. got this. Are you good? Yeah, we're good. He's, he kind of shrugs. He's sweating a little bit. He says, good, because, uh, yeah, just good. Just, just, I love you, sis. And he takes off down towards the, um, the computer rooms. Yeah, I think... I think you know. I don't, I don't think this is, I don't think this is like an assess roll or anything. I think you know that for the information that... Eclipse wants, you'd probably have to get into uh, Wing's office because that's yeah. going to be the computer that's going to have, you know, the most access to confidential files. Yeah. And so we're heading there now? Um, I think... Yes, I think he heads there that way um 
trying to look as nonchalant as possible if there's anybody in the halls, but he's, I think he's kind of banking on the fact that everybody's out dealing with whatever the hell's going on around yeah, town. Yeah, it seems weird as you're going. It's kind of a ghost town right now. But, yeah, so he's going to yeah. just casually make his way to, to Wing's office. Yeah, uh, you get there. Uh, his door is currently locked, which I don't think that's too much of a problem for you. Yeah, uh, he'll find a, a darker spot of the hallway and just slip through the shadows into the into the room he's been. I'm assuming he's been in there before to be yelled at at least once. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and so you get in and you see that his computer is still on. It looks like... Uh, he didn't really have time to do a lock screen or shut it down or anything with when he left. And for most people, a locked door would be sufficient. You'd think maybe that he'd take a little bit more security in a area full of supers, but to his knowledge, everyone is on Team Aegis, so not too much to worry about. Yeah. Um, this is where it gets interesting, because I don't think Finn really knows much about computers. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I have a custom move for this. Ooh, all right. <clears throat> so when Fen attempts to get the information about Net Buzz Nest from Wing's computer, roll plus superior. Oh, all right. Well, that is a flat zero. So here we go. I'm rolling hot. I got a nine. Excellent. On a nine, Fen is able to get the information, but is compromised. Wing will know that Fen was there, and while he may not know who Fen is working with now, with the us versus them mentality, Fen will be blackballed from Aegis. So, yeah, um, that's the, okay. I think I don't think Fen was planning on coming back. Mm -hmm. I think there's a cut in the panel to your communicator in your room saying, "Fenrir, Fenrir, why are you in my office right now, Fenrir?" Fenrir, respond. <sighs> Team 27, go to room 216 and secure the insurance. And it cuts back, and you see it is... There's a specific gif I have in mind that only a select number of people will get the reference. But it's the wrestler Shawn Michaels during the first run of Degeneration X where he's using a computer and he's like lifting his arms like a foot away from the keyboard and pecking hunting for all the keys. And I see that yes. as being what Fen is doing right now. Like very like deliberately like going and like just finding anything that has search term and like calling up Buzzness and realizing, oh wait, I need to plug this thing into the computer somewhere and the six times trying to get the USB drive into, you know, the right port. But you're able to download the information. And I just looked up that GIF. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> I will find a link to the GIF and put that in the show notes. That is exactly it. Um. Yeah, and then as soon as he gets the information, he is using his powers as fast as possible to teleport to find um, Freya, because he can pretty well get to her. Like, she's she's sort of, he kind of intricately knows where she is. Yeah, um, and I think you get back, they are <clears throat> in the room. And do you teleport, like, into the hallway outside of the room or back in the room itself? Um, probably back into the room itself because we're, we're sort of on a time limit now. Like, he understands that he has put a, uh, he has turned on a timer and... Yeah, and I think as you're getting ready to teleport there, you kind of feel this surge in energy, which you haven't really felt too much, maybe in like one or two experiments they've done. And I think you get that realization that... Freya is using her powers. Oh, shit. Of course she is. Yeah, then he is definitely going to teleport there as fast as possible. 
Yeah, and I think you get there, and you show up to a scene of a bunch of guards laid out. Uh, there's one that Max in their suited form. One of the limbs, like there's two limbs that are kind of curled in, but mm-hmm. there's like two others that are keeping them up. One's got a guard up and is punching them, and you can see Freya's light bow kind of like dissipating as you show up as another guard is getting a light arrow in the chest and dropping. Yep. Uh, Fen will will pop into the room. He'll look over at Freya and grin really big at her and then look over at um, Max and say, Max, you want to go get that peanut butter milkshake now? Supposed to bring it, fuckface. Yeah, What's, well, what the fuck's change going of on? plans. Change of plans. Hold on, and he grabs them both and tries to teleport as far as he can into the city. I don't. I'm not even sure what his max range would be, but the goal is to teleport as far as his powers will take him. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll to unleash your powers to see okay. how well you do. And that is plus freak. Yep. The hot rolls continue. I have, with a minus one, I have a nine. All right. Take it. Uh, So for that, uh, you can go ahead and choose to mark a condition, or I will tell you how it's unstable or temporary. Or, well, unstable would be in this case. I will take unstable, because I already have two conditions. Yeah. uh, I think your idea is just get out of there and the first place you think of is the last place you long distance teleported to which is apparently Eclipse's childhood home oh shit oh no (laughs) yeah Uh, that's that's fair (laughs) he just shows up in the living room with two people yeah, and you see uh, Eclipse's mom just kind of sitting there reading a book in the living room. It's like, oh, you didn't read the address at all, did you, child? He he kind of looks at he kind of looks at her and he says, um, "Panic mode, things things happening much faster than expected. Um, help." Don't worry, and you see she pulls out a flip phone and starts dialing on it. Like, hi, sweetie. No, they, they showed up here. Yeah, I, I can, I can bring them over. Okay. Love you too. And she hangs up. Says, All right. Uh, Well, uh, let's go. And you see, with much more ease than uh, it seems that you had in this last moment, she kind of, like, throws her arm up, and Shadow just kind of falls over the room. And then, next thing you see in the panel is a very hospital-like environment. Uh, You see eclipses uh, just kind of standing there and you know, you appear along with Eclipse's mom, along with Freya, along with Max. And it's like really appreciate it, Mom. Thank you. Fen, glad to see you. I'm happy that you agreed to do this. And this must be Freya. Freya, it is a pleasure to meet you. And she just kind of backs up and generates a light bow. And just Ah. pointing the arrow at, uh, at Benchmark. And just like... And not a benchmark at pointing eclipse. a light bow at Eclipse and says, what the fuck do you want with my brother and I? 
And you just kind of hear Max mutter, oh, I wish I had some fucking popcorn right now. <laughs> and Eclipse is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your brother and I made a deal, and I'm here to help you. I, I think I, Fen will. I think Fen will step in at this point, and he'll he'll, you know, put a hand up for Freya, and he'll look up at, at uh, Eclipse, and he'll say, "Okay, here's the deal. I'm burned. I can't go back to Aegis. I got you your information. We're out. You hold up your end of the bargain." You need to, but can you help Max as well? It's my fault that Max got fucked up like this. Anything Aegis for was holding them too. Anything for family. And he'll look back at Freya, and uh, I think I think Finn is kind of like looking for like any sort of confirmation at this point, or like idea of how she feels about things. Um, he kind of gives her a look of. Freya is still just tensed, arrow-pointed, and I'm not going to do, I'm not going to back out on anything. I made a deal with you, and I'd be, I would be happy to help Max. I'm happy to help you. In fact, um, Raymond, could you uh, come in here, please? And you see... Like, a man come in, he's got these, like, small glasses at the, down at the end of his nose, uh, fully grayed hair. Uh, he looks a little bit pale, and he's got on these, like, long black robes and this, like, silver chain around his neck with a medallion of a pentagram on it. And he's like, the first thing I want to do to show that, you know, I'm here to help. I want to have my friend just, he's going to read your auras. A lot can be gained from aura reading. This is, uh, he, his hero, his, his villain name is Spectre. And he's a magic user. A necromancer, if you please. Yes, yes, yes. We, I think they could tell that from your vibe, Raymond. And Finn will look over at this guy, and um, he he will uh, he he'll give him a look. And he'll say, "I'm a little worn out right now, but she will put an arrow straight through your head if you do anything stupid. Please understand." I'm not here to hurt you. As mm. as Eclipse said, I'm just here to read your auras. I'm I have no intention. In fact, if you would like, I will use the same incantation and read Ezra's first, if that's quite alright with you. That's that's fine, and and I think Fen goes and finds a chair and like flops down in it. And you see he just kind of, like, waves his hands in geometric motions, all the Sorcerer supreme bullshit that wizards do. And, like, it just kind of, like, gives a faint glow around Eclipse. And, <laughs> Earthborn in nature. Excited. A deep anger. Typical of what you would expect. I think Fen's eyebrow goes up, um, and he's like, "Okay, that's a cute party trick, but what what do you need to do with the rest of us?" It's the same thing. We just we're from from my understanding. You're curious about your background because you have a short memory. Is that correct? Yes. Um, 
and he'll look back at, at Freya again and uh, just kind of nod to her to put the, the bow down. Um, and he goes, okay, listen, I guess if you're going to help us, then yes, you need to know. The, the two of us just, we just appeared one day, okay? Just like fully formed teenagers, out of the blue, full like ability to understand things and no idea where we came from. None. We just exist, and Aegis couldn't figure it out, and they were fucking with us. And, uh, he, he looks over at Eclipse again, and he says, And I'm going out on a limb to think that you're not fucking with us either. But if we can't figure something out, one or both of us is going to be gone. So do whatever magic you need to do. If magic does it where their science doesn't, then then maybe we'll figure it the fuck out. I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I have burned a pretty significant bridge today. So I put a lot of faith in you guys. Well, I hold myself to the highest standards, so allow me to begin. And as he starts casting over you, you see Benchmark kind of goes over to a computer and plugs up. And he comes over to you and holds his hand out and says, might I get the uh, flash drive from you? Yeah, and he pulls it out and hands it to him. And um, he, he holds it for a second before he hands it to him. And then... He finally drops it into his palm. Yeah. And just maintains eye contact the whole time. Yeah, and he goes over to computer and as the as Raymond is, you know, casting his aura reading, Benchmark says, You know, it's funny. Obviously I mentioned family earlier, and I just think it's I think it's a little bit fate that it seems I, my powers are based on light manipulation. Your sisters are light manipulation. My mother is shadow magic. Yours is shadow. It makes me feel closer to you than I already did. And as Raymond's wrapping up, it's like... Celestial. Your energy is celestial. What does... What does celestial mean? What does that mean? That means, in some form or fashion, you are not human. You are in human form, but you are... I don't, I don't want to say gods because that is not the vibe that I'm getting from the aura, but it is of the gods. Like, demigod would probably be the closest thing that I could... Uh, tie it to. He, he looks back to Freya and he's just, does this make any sense to you? Does this, you, you tend to be more intuitive about this stuff. Does, does that track? Does that? The not human part makes sense. I don't know about demigod, but. <sighs> so. What does that mean as far as fixing this? Where do we look then, if it's celestial in nature? Well, in the case of celestial, I will... I will definitely... I have an idea of the range of the pantheons it can be. That will obviously require some research. I, if I'm not mistaken, I feel it is more Nordic. And he kind of looks back at um, Freya again. He goes, well, that would make sense for the names then. Like, we knew what our names were. When we, these aren't code names. These are our names. These are, those are what we knew to call each other.
well, from from the aura reading, it it also was obvious that you are connected, and that was already known, already established. I didn't feel it necessary to elaborate on that, but it seems. I believe from the past what they were what it sounds as if Zoe was happening was that Aegis might have been using you and using your condition to manipulate you because while you feel weaker now your auras are at an even stance and that isn't the case. My advice in the present, while we're looking into where this connection specifically lies, and while we are figuring out if there's any way to prevent this tipping of scales of your auras, anytime you both need to act, you have to act together. This way, your auras remain in balance. Neither one is truly taking power away from the other. And this is, this is a stopgap, because there will not always be opportunities to act simultaneously. But if you act together, your auras should not become out of line. Are you saying Aegis knew that much? That they were doing it on purpose? That they were separating us on purpose? And that's when Benchmark... Not Benchmark. I keep saying Benchmark because he's, I've been so used to using him. <laughs> yeah. That's when uh, Eclipse starts laughing and says, <laughs> Oh, it seems, buddy, that you don't know the hypocrisy that uh, Aegis has been getting up to. And that's where we'll end this session. That wraps up this issue of Cape Chronicles. Cape Chronicles is powered by Masks, A New Generation. Masks was written by Brendan Conway and is published by Magpie Games. Visit magpiegames.com for more information on how you can create your own superhero stories in Halcyon City. Our theme song, Superpowers, was performed by Ukla the Mock and written by Rand Balavia and Adam English. Be sure to join us every first and third Wednesday for more superpowered stories and heroic hijinks. On behalf of Project Derailed, I'm your GM Cliff, and we'll see you next time. ProjectDerailed.com Back on Toral, I was a nobody. I got teleported out here, and here I'm something. I'm somebody. The Voidfarer begins maneuvering towards this 200-meter-long space whale. To handle one of these, you need grit. Is that something you have? I'm a tiny little guy. Of course I got grit. If you tried anything, it would end very poorly for you. This alithid dreadnought warps away, accelerating the spell jamming speed as quickly as they arrive. Who the fuck? <laughs> what am I trying to say here, Ravnus? That we're crew. I like that. We're crew. That is a natural one. <sighs> you send yourself sailing out the side of the ship, untethered. Oh. I'm putting a python into the ground. I'm wrapping my rope around it, but I'm jumping into the gravity well. <laughs> a gnome, a halfling, and a half-orc walk into a bar. I forget the middle part, but the punchline is feathers everywhere, and that's not my peanut butter. I cast Tasha's Eddie's laughter. <laughs> Climb aboard for Tales of the Voidfarer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, my consequences have actions. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Other way around. Wait. Jack, what the hell is this? Apparently, a contract has been sold to yet another shell company for Valkyrie. We can't expect to progress in any organization if we don't put in the work. <laughs> I think you got a little brown on your nose. Oh, fuck off, Cameron. Memory desync detected. So you both go check and see what's going on. I'm gonna pull up the log. Something really fucked up here. Gallagher, Gallagher, are you there? Yes, I'm I'm here. All that data, it's probably the key to getting out of here. Collision course detected. Oh Jesus Christ. Make another sanity check. 
Oh, that's bad. Oh, no. What the fuck? Uh, oh, no. Back to the ship, y'all. Back to the ship, y'all. Back to the ship, y'all. Fables around the table. Continuum. Playing Mothership. Episode 1, May 24. Be careful.